Well, if you've joined us since the start of the service, a big welcome to you. You've already missed a few treats, but there's plenty more in store today. So welcome to our youth-led family service. There's a bit of a tongue twister if you try and say it three times fast. I can see you're all thinking about it. <laughs> it's great that the youth are involved today. Um, well done, MP. Well done, Joshua Caleb. Well done, all the kids. Great, great actions and singing. I just wanted to say, though, MP, I don't know why you're not aspiring to be a youth worker or a minister. You know, ministers wear uniforms too. <laughs> anyway, come and see me later. <laughs> it's Good Friday. It's uh, Palm Sunday, sorry. Good Friday's yet to come. That's a great day. But today's a great day as well. It's Palm Sunday, and that's a day when Jesus came in as the king into Jerusalem. And it's an amazing story, and we're going to look at that today, well, the stories. We all love stories, don't we? I'm sure that many of you have had um, books that you've read. And the next one, please. You've all had books that you've read that you just couldn't put down. Whether that was a story that you read a long time ago, or whether that was a story you read recently... But I'm sure that as you look at some of these books or some of the more famous books that we can read, you probably don't all have the same opinion or view of these stories. Some of these stories will be really exciting, really riveting, but others you'll find extremely boring. So when I look at these, like Pride and Prejudice is not on my top list of books. I'm sorry, it's just not. So we all see things in a different way. You look, this guy's seeing it from this side, and that one's from the other side. So we see stories differently, don't we? Okay? But some stories are so good that they resonate with us all. There's something about them that we just all enjoy. And today's story... It's a story about a bigger story, or how we can be welcomed into a bigger story. So in Solid Rock, the youth have been looking at the book of Matthew this term, how Matthew introduces the king of the story, how he introduces the kingdom of that king, how the king is establishing that, how they tell others about the kingdom, and how it's a kingdom beyond what we can see and how people relate in that kingdom, and also how to treat each other before the king comes back to establish his kingdom. So there are many ways that we communicate today and receive stories. I wonder if someone can name some of those for me. Hands up. Can, can anyone tell me how we communicate? Anyone? Yep, you. Facebook, well done. Through Facebook. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Never works well for me, does it? Face to face. face. I'm trying not to hit you in the face. There you go. Well done. Any others? What's that? Well done. Yeah, Luke? On the phone. Okay. Oh, well done. Okay, I think that's enough. Don't want to hit anyone. Um, Okay, well done. We receive messages in many different ways, but there are some messages that we have to receive and take seriously. You have to give your school report to your parents when you get home from school. That's an important thing to do. I always left mine in the bottom of my school bag when I got home. 
So I'd get in and my mum would say, how was school, Reese?" I'd say, fine, and go upstairs. But I had a friend at school and he would always give his report straight to his mum and she would call my mum and tell her. <laughs> so from upstairs, I could always hear this. It happened every year. It'd go like this, the conversation. Hello? Oh, hi, how are you? What? Chris has his school report. Reese, get down here now. So every year, my friend got me in trouble, or his mum got me in trouble, one of the two. But whether it's, and actually, I'm in trouble again, because when I wrote the intro to this, I didn't know my mum was going to be here, and she's actually here, so I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it later. <laughs> so anyway, I'm in trouble again. He's, but that's my fault. <laughs> um, so the thing is, that whether it's good or bad, you have to take it seriously because grades are a serious issue that we have to deal with, okay? And if you, you can work out how you can do better if you talk to others about it. And the thing is, I had a message to pass on to my parents and I didn't always take it seriously when I should have. And that actually brings us to the story today. Jesus says... Whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. Because it's serious. Maybe the picture's not serious, but it is serious that when Jesus says something, we should listen. So Jesus says, whoever has ears, let them hear. Let them hear this message because it's important. It's serious. And it's a message for everyone. God has a message for everyone. So what is the message? The king is coming back. I'm sure you've all heard of the film, The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. Or, the more scholarly amongst you may have read the book. It was based on Jesus, the king returning to restore his kingdom to its former glory, to make it new again, to put everything right. And as the enemies attack the last human city, and it seems like there's no hope left, the king returns and defeats the enemy. I'm sorry if you haven't watched it, because it's, I've kind of ruined it now by telling you what happens. But come on, you should have guessed. I mean, the title is The Return of the King. He comes back, okay? <laughs> so, it's an amazing film. And just... As the king returns, we see that the story finishes. It's the only true happy ever after because everything will be put right. And it's a sign of Jesus coming back where there'll be no more tears, no more pain, and no more death. Because Jesus came to rescue us from that. He paid the price for us so that we can be made right with God. Isn't that wonderful? All we have to do is ask him to forgive us and trust him to lead us through our lives. And as we walk with him, we'll grow in relationship with him. And that is the bigger story that this next story is all about. But before we listen to that story, we're going to have another treat for you. Um, today's reading is the parable of the sower. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat in it, while all the people stood on the shore. He told them many things in parables, saying, 
A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some seed fell along the path, and the birds came up and ate it up. Some came and fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the, so- the, the seeds were scorched and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among the thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. <laughs> Still other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop, a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. He who has ears, let him hear. The disciples came to him and asked, Why do you speak to the people in parables? He replied, The knowledge of the secrets of of the kingdom of heaven have been given to you, but not to them. Whoever has will be given more, and and he will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken from him. This is why I speak to them in parables. Though seeing, they do not see. Though hearing, they do not hear or understand. In them is fulfillment of the prophecy of Isaiah. You will be ever hearing, but never understanding. You will be ever seeing, but never perceiving. For for, For this people's hearts have become calloused. They hardly hear with their ears, and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their hearts, and in turn, I would heal them. But blessed are you in your eyes because they see and your ears because they hear. For I tell you the truth. Many prophets and righteous men long to see what you have seen, but did not see it, and to hear what you have heard, but do not hear it. Listen, then, to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches it away, what was sown in its heart. This is the seed sown along the path. The one who received the seed that fell on the rocky places is the man who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since he has no root, he lasts only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, he quickly falls away. The one who received the seed that fell along the thorns is the man who hears the word. But the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth, (laughs) choke it, making it unfruitful. But the one who received the seed that fell on the good soil is the man who hears the word and understands it. He produces a crop, yielding 160 or 30 times what is sown. Thank you. Well done, guys. Good job. So Jesus tells a parable, a story about a farmer who sows his seed and he wants to get a good crop. But through this story, he's telling us about another story that affects everyone. Because Jesus says the soil that the seed is scattered on is actually our hearts. Our hearts are like the soil. And he shows this through his story four different ways that our hearts respond to Jesus. And Jesus is God's word. 
and, is the good, and how we respond to the good news about Jesus. So when the seed is being thrown into the different soil, it's like the stories of Jesus and the Bible being scattered into people's hearts. And he tells us why. Now, can anyone tell me? Is that the right one? Can you go back? Can anyone tell me what happened to the seed that landed on the path? Thank you. Can anyone tell me what happened to the seed on the path? Yeah? Do you want to go? Well done. That's it. It got snatched up. It got eaten by the birds, didn't it? Jesus says that some people's hearts are very hard. If you look outside at the path, there's hardly any soil at all for seeds to grow there. If your heart is hard like the path, then when you hear about Jesus, it will just bounce on the outside and it won't go in. Then Jesus says the birds will come and snatch away the seeds as we saw that act them out. Those stories and thoughts about Jesus will be snatched away by the devil. Okay, there's a next one, isn't there? Can anyone tell me what happens to the seed that lands on the rocky ground? Hands up, please. Anyone? Yep. But then it withered. That's right. It grew quick and it withered at the root because it didn't have much soil. It didn't have much water. It was trapped, wasn't it? So this is like the hearts that are still quite hard. There's a bit of soil to grow, but after a short time, there's not enough for it to develop. There's not enough um, for it to grow. So it's like when a Christian starts to get things going wrong in their life, when it starts to get difficult, they give up because there's no roots in their heart. They haven't let Jesus all the way into their heart. They've kept some of their heart back for him. There's still some hard parts of their heart and he can't get in. And so when things get hard, there's no root and they give up. There's no room for Jesus to grow new life in them. Can anyone tell me what's special Sunday is today. Well done. It's Palm Sunday, isn't it? Did you know... Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's fine. Did you know that when Jesus came into Jerusalem, many people welcomed him with palm leaves that we have here in the church. They welcomed him as the king. They wanted him to be their king. But... When Jesus didn't do what they wanted him to, they turned away from him and they gave up following Jesus. And that's a bit like the soil, the rocky soil. Okay. Can anyone tell me what happened to the seed that landed on the thorny ground? I should get softer sweets, shouldn't I? Sorry. <laughs> I did try. <laughs> That's right. The seed got choked that fell among the thorns. And what happens is, as the plant starts to grow, 
The thorns grow tightly round it and, tr- and choke it. They stop it from getting what it needs. And Jesus says that the worries of life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word and make it unfruitful. And the harder our hearts are, the harder it is for God's word to be planted in them. What happened to the seed that landed on the good soil then? Yep. Well done. The soil that la- the seed that landed on the good soil grew well. It grew into a crop that produced lots of fruit, lots of crop. And that is like God at work in our heart. God's word grows into new life in our heart if we let it. A hard heart is a proud heart. And a humble heart is a soft, good soil heart. God can grow new life in a humble heart. But the seeds of new life will be snatched away from a hard, proud heart. If you notice in the story, in the parable, there are four soils, but only two outcomes. There is either a good crop or there is no crop. Which one are you? Which one of these soils will you be? Will you let God grow his seed in you, in your heart? And will you water that seed in your heart? Will you look after it by listening to him, reading his words and finding out more about him and allowing him to change you and grow you to produce good fruit? Just like the little plants need the sun to grow, we all need God's son, Jesus, to grow. Have you let him into your heart? Something to think about today. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that your message is for everyone and that anyone who can hear it or know in some way of it is welcome into your kingdom if they accept you. We pray, Lord, that you'd help us to understand where we are when it comes to being in a relationship with you, whether we're your friends or whether we upset you. I pray that you'd help us to know which soil we are and how we can be good soil for you. Help us to trust in you and learn more from you. We pray, Lord, that you'd grow good soil and good seed in all of our hearts here. And we pray this in the name of our Saviour, Jesus Christ the returning king. Amen.